Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beer is a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. Just as sensical as John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. His name is my name too. And whenever we go out, the people always shout, There goes John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. And for the next four hours, we'll be reciting those lyrics and depreciating syllables. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, we'd lose our entire subscriber base. <laughs> right, and we've... We've built up a pretty good one so far. Yeah, so thank you guys. Yeah, and thank you for putting up with our nonsense every week on whatever platform you you consume. Um, Vince, this is going to be an interesting one. I would say this one uh, might take flight. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Birds of Paradise is what we are drinking today, Tom. Right. Tell us about this one, Vince. Yeah, it's interesting. So this dandy, this doozy is a... Fruited sour, so you know I'm interested. My oh. ears are perked. My right. mouth is saliva filled. <laughs> uh, and you. it's actually a collab with Horace Aged Ales, which I don't know much about. Uh, fruited sour, guava, pineapple, dragon fruit, passion fruit, mango. Very good tropical mix. Good lord. But it is released. By Holmes Brewing, Brewing Brewery. Yeah, brewery. Brewery, which is located in Ann Arbor. And what's unique about this beer and any of the beers that you're going to get that are Holmes at this point is that you can only get them from the brewery itself. Quick question. Is this uh, Jim Harbaugh's favorite brewery? I, I don't think so. I don't think they have enough milk for him. He's a big milk guy. Do they have a policy on uh, khakis that we're not aware of? No, but I do know somebody who has absolutely sp- split his pants <laughs> in the home's bathroom. Oh. <laughs> rename, remain we... nameless, but we tried to duct tape it before okay. a funeral. It didn't go well. I can't wait to find out uh, after this show's recorded. But anyways, go on. Um, yeah, what do we so... have here? Holmes is all caps, uh, and it's an acronym for the names of the Great Lakes, Huron, Ontario, Michigan, Erie, Superior, uh, and they pretty much focus on hoppy and sour beers. Occasionally, they'll venture outside of that, but that makes sense why we're right. doing a sour today. Um, and it's it's pretty consistently voted uh, very well in in these polls across, like Beer Advocate named it one of the... 50 best new breweries when it came out in, I think, 2018, maybe. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the number seven on the top 10 uh, in USA Today, and I think that was in 2019 or something like that. So it's a good brewery. It's, it's, um, the, the, a lot of breweries are starting this own premise, is what it's called, trend, where they sell most, if not all, of their beer in house. And it started up in New England with, uh, I think Treehouse Brewing and Trillium Brewing, and both of those make some pretty fantastic beers that we will absolutely have shipped into us at some point uh, for the show. But yeah, well, I know you are uh, a Michigan alum. You've been to Ann Arbor many times. Uh, I've actually been there several times as well. Shout out to my sister Kaylee Doherty. I don't know if you listen to the show ever, but I'm, I'm gonna guess you're gonna listen to this one. Um, and I think Ann Arbor is a, a really great college town. 
Hey, it's a great town in general. Uh, they One of the things that they do really well is uh, they have a Main Street area, which is all very nice restaurants and people who are probably ages yeah. 28 and up, you know, hanging out and enjoying themselves. And then they have all of the, the college bars down South U, and so it's a great place. Yeah, and I want to put a pin in that that part of the convo, because I have some thoughts there. But I bet you do. I will also shout out Ruth's Chris in Ann Arbor. It was uh, absolutely spectacular when I went there. Wow, that's fun. Yeah, I didn't pay for it. I just want to make that clear. Have you? Uh, do you know why it's Ruth's Chris? No. Apparently it used to be Chris' Steakhouse, and then uh, there was a nasty divorce, and Ruth is his wife. So she got half of the steakhouses, and so she wanted to make it clear that this is Ruth's Chris. Wait, steakhouse. is this for real? This is this I swear to God, bit? dude. Somebody told me this. Somebody told me this, and I don't know if they were pulling my leg. But does that mean this is going to be called Mackenzie Scott's Amazon and going forward? Yeah, right. The, the, <laughs> or Melinda's <laughs> Microsoft. <laughs> we'll 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 talk about that another time. But Melinda's I think, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Melinda's Bill and Melinda's Gates Foundation. <laughs> That would be something. All right, let's uh, let's give these a try. Yeah, man. let's give it a crack. All right, cheers. cheers. Oh, Ooh. I just cut my nail, so it's tough. For okay. Me. Wow, a very purple look. Okay. See, this is oh whoa. This is my fear. Pineapple's <laughs> such an overwhelming flavor. I haven't yeah. tried it yet, but it's right off the bat. You can smell. Golly, it. that is a. That is pungent. It smells like stings the nostrils. Sixty <sighs> percent of the time, it works. Every, Every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's try it. Oh, that's very good. Oh, man. I like it. Mm. Uh-oh. Strong. Strong. Strongly sour. This is like this is like having a Sour Patch Kid for me. Really? Yeah. I don't get too much sour. I get more of the fruit, and it is delightful. I'll tell you, I was very concerned... Very worried, Tom. It was uh, no, it, it it went in well, but then like the aftertaste was like someone slapped you in the face for me. Really, maybe I'm just missing it, or uh, you know, like how people have hot wings that are so hot that they just don't taste anymore. Yeah, they just become numb to it. No, that's not super sour for me. Well, this actually leads well into what I was going to bring up. Uh, I know that. All Michigan collegiate students have an opinion on Rick's American Cafe. And sure. like the taste that I just consumed, you go in in one condition and you, you leave uh, in a quite different condition. So, Vince, do you want to explain uh, what that's like? First of all, I'd just like to say that you actually go in the same way you come out. The difference is you think you're in better shape than you are when you're in line waiting for Rick's. There is a line for Rick's. And once you get in, it's a basement bar, and there is a perpetual puddle in the middle of the dance floor that doesn't stop anybody. Uh, There is a specialty drink at the house there called the Mind Probe, which is just a series of sugary alcohols and fillers that will automatically give you a hangover. Um, I've been there a couple of times... I don't think I would go back now. Yeah, it seems like that ship has sailed for you. I think the best the best comparison would be it's uh it's like the hang up in Chicago. You walk <laughs> in, you're going to get felt up. 
regardless of your gender, uh, you're going to get propositioned by somebody who's very overconfident. You might proposition somebody that you have no no shot with. That's just how it's going to go. Right. But, and you have to pay a cash cover that's uh, you can't afford. Yeah, so five dollars for both places. Actually, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I think it's actually more at the hangout, but that's been a while. Oh, really? Yeah. It was five dollars in my day. I thought it was uh, more, but that last time I went was around 2017. I digress. I'm about to say something that's going to upset people. Yeah, um, say it. Say it. The East Lansing Ricks is better than the Ann Arbor Ricks. Never went into it. Well, Didn't see a need to. Well, all I know is that in East Lansing, they give you free pizza on Fridays, which it comes in handy when you've been consuming for uh, 10 plus hours. All right, well, that makes me think about all the different, you know, you're talking pizza, so let's talk pizza, but I don't want to talk what your favorite pizza in real life is. I want to talk what would your favorite or what would you be most interested to try pizzas that are completely made up from like a a movie or a book or anything? Uh, It has to be... Pizza Planet from Toy Story. Yeah, I was about to say Pizza Planet. Um, that would be one. I think another one would probably be the uh, pizza from SpongeBob, the, the one that he delivered, the the Krusty Krab pizza. Wow! The Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me. <laughs> the Krusty Krab pizza is the pizza for you and me. The Krusty Krab, yeah, 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 pizza. Is the pizza for you and me? And scene. Well done. I did not remember it until you started singing. Yeah. That's an interesting aside there. Uh, SpongeBob. That, uh, that's been. That's a cartoon that really stands the test of time for me. It is. And I actually. I think it actually ties well into this because. This just like explodes out of the can for me. And SpongeBob, when I was a child, that exploded out of the gate as like, I love this show right away. And all their characters are extremely memorable and fascinating to think about. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just so. I would love, love, love to. I guess, sorry, mom, but it's legal. I'd love to get high with Steven Hillenberg. <laughs> Like, who has yeah. the mind that goes, yeah, it's going to be this undersea community. A sponge is going to live in a pineapple. Three three bachelors who live on one narrow block. Additionally. <laughs> three bachelors. And there's, a, there's an astronaut squirrel. Yeah. She lives on her own far away. Oh, my and God. And she lives in an air bubble. And, oh, and also, the two of them are not only neighbors, but they're also co-workers at a burger shack where they can afford a, a three-story home each. But for some reason, the third guy in their block literally just has a basement. <laughs> he doesn't have any room, other rooms I, though, at all. Though, if you, if you, I think a couple of times yeah. we got to see inside, and there, it was pretty roomy. There was a lot going on down there. Right, there was at least one hidden spot for the, the secret box episode. I wombo, you wombo, he, she, it, wombo, wombology, the study of wombo, it's first grade. Is mayonnaise an instrument? 
<laughs> I do. So I actually uh, had this past summer added. Do you remember the episode where they were playing the equivalent of the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah, it was Vic- Sweet sing, Victory. Sweet, sweet. One of the best songs ever produced from a TV series. Yeah. Full stop. It's it's on my liked list on Spotify, and that is yeah. unironic completely. No, it's a great song. Uh, but we, we got away from it, and I was going to ask you, A, have you ever seen the movie Mystic Pizza? Because I have not. Nope. I imagine that it's about a... I, I think it's about a joint called Mystic Pizza... I'd like to try the pizza at Mystic Pizza. What makes it so mystic? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was about Hagrid's days as a pizza delivery guy before he went to Hogwarts. What am I missing there? <laughs> is, he a mystic, is he a mystic man? You're a pizza delivery guy, Harry. No, you're not missing anything. That was just a bad joke. Hey, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> we'll be right back on my Hagrid Bad Jokes podcast after this. Um, <laughs> you're a hack, Harry. <laughs> Is this mic on, Harry? <laughs> um, let's move on from that terrible joke and try this out of the glass. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm excited as well. I wasn't expecting the SpongeBob thing, but I, I'm glad that worked out. Um, Vince, one more Ann Arbor question for yeah, you. Yeah, give it to me. Um, what would you say is the most uh, the most overrated thing about Michigan football fans? What do you mean most overrated thing about Michigan football fans? Well, I mean, what's something that like even you could admit like is kind of kind of annoying about the Michigan football fan base? Cuz cuz I have some things that I could bring up, but well, I, you're part of the fan base. Yeah. If I were amongst Michigan fans completely, I could say a few things, but I'm not. So nothing. You are. I mean, there's Michigan fans listening. Yeah, so. but there's Michigan State fans too. There might even be some Ohio State fans. <laughs> God forbid. We don't know. It's true. We, we do have Columbus, Ohio is one of our That's most right. popular so, uh, I, areas. Nothing. Yeah. All right. I guess in all sincerity, at this point, we could be classified as one of those fan bases, particularly football-wise, that's living in the past. We have not been great for uh, quite some time here. And um, other than that, man, I, I could do an entire thesis on why you know Jim Harbaugh has done exactly what he was hired to do, but it's never, it'll never be enough. Michigan expects, we expect to be Alabama, to be Clemson. We're not going to be Alabama. We're not going to be Clemson. Part of that is because we're not as insane in the Midwest as people are in the SEC. And you can attest to that. Sure. Yeah. Nobody's liquidating their kids college fund to try and make sure that they get the star quarterback and putting it in McDonald's bags, Tennessee shout, so I'm not saying I'm not saying it's a completely clean program because I don't know the ins and outs of it, and I'm sure there's some some yeah. less than stellar stuff that happens just like everywhere. But it's just it's not comparable, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you said it because I uh, I happen to agree, and it's not that I dislike Michigan football because I I don't. I'm I'd say I'm I'm a light supporter of them. Um, and I know my friend Chris Anthes is just screaming right now because he's a Michigan State guy, and he knows that I've got a lot of Big Ten allegiances. But I just have to say that the only the only like happiness that I have, and it was taken away this past year, is that like I think Michigan State is so screwed. They're so screwed. 
They they might be. Yeah, I, th- I think the D'Antonio days are going to be their peak. But they paid a guy yeah. who I'm sorry, I'm going to go off for just a hot second. Yeah, they all right, paid go. a guy who didn't even want to come, like a million over asking price, so that he would come, and now he's come. I'm saying come a lot, but <laughs> to now the he, program. Now he's come to the program. <laughs> he's come to the program, and yet he beat Michigan. I think they beat Northwestern too. But oh, congratulations. They looked <laughs> awful. And they and it doesn't seem like they're getting the recruits. I'm happy to be proven wrong. I should be very sad if I'm proven wrong on this yeah. one, but it does not look ideal for Mel Tucker. Real quick, in no particular order, top five most delusional college football fan bases. Tennessee, Texas, Michigan, Nebraska, and um I hate to say it, it might be USC. Might USC might be number five. Um, maybe, maybe. I, I might think, be forgetting uh, someone key here. Florida State's probably pretty delusional. Oh, yeah, yeah okay. But at I least mean, they've won a natty yeah, but in the last 10 years. Yeah, but they chased out the guy who won the natty because they assumed that yeah. he could continue to do that with less and less resources, even though everyone else was ramping it up. I mean, that's yeah. the definition of it. But you know what? I, I'm glad you brought Michigan football up because I have to say that this beer right here is the perfect Michigan football season for me. And what I mean by that is every single year I read all of the hype. I get myself all hyped up even though I say that I shouldn't and I know I shouldn't. And then I get let down whether it's like 9-3 and three or 10-2 and two or 10-4, and four, which are still good seasons, but I go in thinking God this forbid is the a seven year. and five, yeah. Or 3-9. and nine. I've experienced that too. <laughs> yeah. But I go in every year thinking this is it. We are going to be so good. And then we're not that good. And the problem is also as you get to 9-0, and oh, you're like, oh my God, we are that good. And then they lose three in a row. Right. And get obliterated by Ohio State, and that's it. So in my perfect Michigan season, all that hype is fulfilled. Michigan's untouchable. It's basically like, like the nineteen early nineteen hundreds when there were like eight teams, and Michigan was teaching people how to play football so they could then pummel them. You know? Yeah. That's exactly. That's it. And that would be a perfect season for me. And when I walked into this beer, I said, "Man, I'm excited." Some friends had hyped it up for me beforehand. It's also a beautiful red sour. I was nervous a little bit about the pineapple, but that that bore through, and it's fantastic. I love this beer from start to finish, from expectations to results. It's everything I wanted. All right. Do you have a score in mind for that? or I'm not ready to give the score yet. <laughs> but you will give a Newt Rotney-esque speech for it. So yeah. while you think about it... Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on the score. I um, first of all, out of the glass, there's not much of a difference for me. No, nope. um, still delicious, and it's still great. Uh, I'm notably not the number one sour fan in this podcast uh, co-hosting duo, but I've come around on some of them. I think I'm gonna give this one uh, a four out of five. Tom's, I like it a lot. I that the first sip was kind of overwhelming, but. I think that was just because I wasn't prepared for the assault of uh, fruits and tastes. But I, now that it's a little more settled, um, I can definitely get behind it. And I've been to the big house. I've been to uh, Rick's in both East Lansing and Ann Arbor. I've also been to Skeeps where I've unfortunately had 
a pitcher of gin and tonic, which because that's what you do when you go to Skeeps, apparently. Skeeps is short for scorekeepers. Yeah, scorekeepers. Shout out to uh, to all those people there. I just wanted to give my credentials so that people know that I'm legitimate, and also so that Chris Anthis will definitely be upset and text me at some point and complain that I'm a, a Michigan fan uh, bandwagoner, which uh, I probably am. Hey, Chris, send me a message on uh, Instagram. I'd love to... I'd love to talk to you about why Tom Izzo should no longer be the coach of the Michigan State Spartans. <laughs> wow, you are you're dancing with the devil with that take, but you know, I also to be fair, I want to mention that there was a notable block punt that happened in a Michigan Michigan State the game. Fuck up. <laughs> Shut the hell! The Come on! Bring that up is disgusting. <laughs> We're over here enjoying a nice conversation, a good beer, and you're going to talk about that moment. This is disgusting. This Tom. is called playing both sides of the fence. All right, so well, you can't play both sides. It's Any- not how it works. Anyways, um, you're done with your diatribe, but are you ready to give your score? I'm ready to give it, and I'm ready to give it a very high score. I'm going to give it a four point five. Okay. Four point five out of wow. five, Vince's. You know. It had, like I said, it delivered on my expectations. I'm really enjoying it, and I, I might even have to give it like a four point six, give it just a little point, uh, point one zero bump, just because I was so worried that pineapple would ruin this for me, and it didn't. Okay. It didn't, and I'm the guy who, since we're just throwing out hot takes there, I think pineapple belongs on pizza. Come at me. Or um, on the interior of your home, a la SpongeBob. Wow. It really is all connected, isn't wow. it, Tom? <laughs> That's called a thematic connection, folks. Um, and Vince, while we're also on the topic of college football, I want to put this in audio so that everybody's aware. We have a bet for the college football season, you and I. I don't know if you remember this, but <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to remind you since I wrote it down on my iPhone. You hate to hear this. So uh we talked a lot about Michigan football. I'm a fan of Mizzou football, which has um, very little history to speak of. Mm-hmm. But we have made a bet, Vince and I, um, that if Mizzou wins nine games this year, Vince will get me a bottle of Maker's Mark. And if Michigan does the same, I'll get him a bottle of Maker's Mark. Whether or not either of those things happen, we don't know. Certainly... I would be very pleasantly surprised if Mizzou did do that, but we got into uh, a bit of a discussion uh, about a month ago that led to this bet. So, well, I don't remember making it, but I'm sure it does sound like something I would make. So I'm I'm in, of course. Yeah, reaffirming, and it's on the record here. Uh, I will say you talk to me right now, and I think Michigan's going to win seven games over the next two months that will probably gain at a rate of about 1.25 games per month to the point where I'll be completely diluted in September saying we're going 12 and 0. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a Michigan fan if I've ever met one. And I would be, I'd be happy with eight and four. If we get to nine, then things went really well, but I think we're going to be in the seven win range as well. So maybe neither of us will have to purchase uh, some whiskey, but well, I think if, if it doesn't go as well as we hope, for one of us, we probably should both purchase whiskey anyways. <laughs> right. I think no matter what, we're going to be having some whiskey. But but I digress. This has been a fun one, um, and I'm glad we got to try this. If you ever get to go to Ann Arbor, 
On top of this, I recommend the Blue Tractor, which is an incredible barbecue place. A lot of, lot of good times there. Blue Tractor yeah. is a great, great spot. It's still up there. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, Jolly Pumpkin does some sours. They're not as fruited. But yeah, Holmes is excellent. Yeah. Stop by. Great vibe. I was just there, obviously, to pick this up. Yep. Not two or three weeks ago. Everybody was outside enjoying it. Yeah. Living life. And uh, for the Michigan State fans who are listening to this i apologize for nothing and you can absolutely show me the receipts at the end of the year when i'm wrong about mel tucker because <clears throat> I, I probably will be <laughs> yeah well that's also on record too but uh, until then thank you for all listening and please please write us a review too uh on apple we we've read them on the show before i don't think we can read them at this point because we're a little too wrapped up but vince any closing words Go blue. All right. Well, until then, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must talk about SpongeBob. And booze. (laughs) Oh, that was good. I like that. Yeah. Big fan of that audible? (laughs) 